Because the thing is about mustard. <laughs> I feel like I've said that sentence before on this podcast. <laughs> the thing yeah. about mustard um, is you can put it on anything and it works, you know? How are you? I'm good. How are good. you? I'm feeling very chatty and I felt chatty for like so long. So I feel like there's just, I don't have a lot of topics, but I do feel like I need a good chat. Oh, you know what I mean? I'm feeling prepared to chat. And that's the beautiful thing about life is sometimes you just, you need to get it off Off your your chest. chest. You need to chat. Exactly. I know you said you had a good story for me, which I love. So it's not really a story. It's more just like a fucked up thing that happened, but I just like really want to fucking talk about it. It makes me so mad. So as you guys probably know, I'm a tutor now for my mom's company. I'm like a reading tutor and I also do the marketing and I really enjoy it. So we have like a little group of tutors and her other tutors are part-time like they work at school and then they come afterwards and they tutor because we don't pay our educators enough money anyways my mom has like always wanted to pay her people like the right amount like they get paid way more than a normal tutor would like she just like really values educators because she was an educator and it fucking sucked and one of the people who works for us is this really really sweet person i actually met them for the first time the other day but they have piercings and tattoos. And that's something that Dripping Springs is not super used to. I definitely thought we were getting better. Like, don't get me wrong, but what the fuck? So basically what happened is I'm in charge of like all of the new members that come in. And the other day we had this woman call. She wanted to immediately start two times a week for geometry, which costs so much money. Like she was ready to like spend so much money on her kid. It was going to be private sessions. The only time that was available Wait, was... Wait, I'm sorry. The tattoo person is a wanting their kids... Oh, a tutor. No, okay. no, no. They're a tutor. This is the tutor that I set them up with. Okay. And then a mom called about her kids wanting to come two times yes, a week. Yes, sorry. Okay. That was confusing. I got it. A no, mom no, no. I called. got it. I got it. I'm trying not to drop names. That's fine. (laughs) So the mom called wanting to set up tutoring. I set them up with this great tutor that we have who happens to have piercings and tattoos. Sure. Who is also a geometry teacher. So they want someone to teach them geometry. And I can tell you right now, this is our most, like, this is what can be most That's the person for you. Yeah. So I wasn't there for the meeting, but they go in and they end up texting me being like, it's not a good fit. Like, how do I pay for that one session? And I immediately called my mom who was tutoring in the other room while it was happening. And she was like, what? She was like, they, the kid and the tutor sounded like they were super getting along. Like, that's crazy. And we both were like, it's 100% because they look different. Like, 100%. We, like, that was immediate. Oh, my God. So I tell the, the mom, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Let me get you in touch with our owner and she can tell you how to pay for it. And like, we can learn more about your experience. Cause like, obviously yeah. we want your experience to be great here. Right. So my mom gets on the phone with her today. My mom wrote down, she's, she's on the phone and she's writing down on the whiteboard, all of the fucked up things this woman said. <gasps> this woman owns her own business in Dripping Springs And she was saying things like they should not show their passions at work. I'm not trying to judge a book by its cover, but that's just a lot. They look very scary. Like, and when I say this 
She, what? This person Did, does Do you not live in the scary. Stone Age? Like seriously, like actually living in the Stone Age. Like my mom was like texting me all this stuff. Like this is I'm showing Hannah a picture of the whiteboard. She's like writing oh on my god all the things she said she was like bringing up the fact that her nose just looked weird like why is that even... a reason to not learn geometry from literally someone? and then when my mom like asked her she was like so what like i told like what's going on and she was like well you could probably guess and then she asks if the tutor is from austin oh my god and it was just like what are you talking about like you're actually just fucking stupid And then they were like, they shouldn't have to express themselves at work. They literally have tattoos and like one singular piercing. Like it's actually insane. And it was just a wake up call because I realized like, oh, people still do exist like that. Like I know that they do, but she had no fucking shame either. That's just just so shitty too because like to me, you're hiring someone for such a specific need. It's not like you're, it's so different than like hiring a person because you want to like hang out with like it's not like it's not like you're hiring someone because of a specific skill and they're great at that specific skill so there's absolutely no reason yeah like you got through your entire test like it worked like I don't know what to yeah and I could tell she was like a bitch on the phone like just by the way she was talking she was like because she was like shitting on the kid's teacher which is always a red flag like Always. If you're making your kids' grades the teacher's problem, like, there's probably something you're not seeing. But it was just really interesting. And, like, the thing that my mom told this woman on the phone is she's like, I'm just so surprised because this tutor is specifically requested by a lot of people. Like, the reason she has been here for so long is because she's one of our beloved tutors. Like, yeah. so it's, and she was like, I understand, like, if you don't jive with them, like, totally understand, like, we could find you a different tutor, but, like, there's if nothing there's wrong not with an them, actual basically. reason, yeah, like if it <laughs> doesn't I want, make any sense, I want to know if my tutor did something fucked up, but my tutor yeah. did nothing wrong, they just no. were there, like, that's all it was, yeah. So it was just ridiculous and it was just sad. It's, it's so funny too that it's like the rift. Or, like, the weight that she thought that she carried in the argument was, like, it's not right for people to express themselves at work. Whenever, yeah. I mean, just just look at that ethical stance as a whole. Like, that's just not, <laughs> yeah. that's not even right. Like, you want you everyone consider, to look the same. You could and, consider a skirt, like, if a woman wore a skirt, that would be showing themselves at work you know like, you don't it's mean just, expressing themselves you mean no. expressing themselves in a way that you don't that's like different yeah that's different you than would love if they express themselves as a little christian housewife tutors yeah. on the weekends like you would love that and the thing that. that made my mom so mad was she was like that was fully the mom coming in and seeing her and being like, oh, that's not what we want. Because the son, right, who's like seven, was having a grand a great time, time with this tutor. And they got everything they needed to get done. Like it, every single task that needed to get done was done. So it's not yeah. like the kid was scared of this person. It was that this mom was like, I don't vibe because they look a certain way. Also, just to be able to like, just with gusto, be like, yeah, anyways, they look weird. Like, right. you're saying that on the phone to someone who hired that person. Yeah. Like, they really thought that they were, like, They really the thought right. they were doing something there. Yeah. They thought they were doing something. And that's just oh so embarrassing. My mom said towards the end of the call, though, she got really embarrassed. And I was like, slay! Put her Jesus in her place! Christ. 
And the like, thing is, like, oh. it's so obvious to me that that woman called your mom looking for confirmation, which oh, is yes. embarrassing for her. She doesn't get that. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's how you, like, immediately shut down people or whatever. Yeah, we were because like, it's oh, like, what do you mean? If you, yeah, what do you mean? What do you can mean you, by that? Can you be explicit when you say, right. like, because she was like, oh, it's obvious. And it's like, oh, it's not obvious to us because. It's not obvious a, to me because a great geometry teacher. like, And they're, they're employed by us because right. they're an amazing geometry teacher, yeah. which is what we offer. Geometry. Right. So I'm confused. <laughs> right. Yeah, it it was just crazy. So that's that was so my little wild. that was my little work story from the family business. She's like, you know, you know, <laughs> you you get it. Like you, you get, get it, it, right? You get it. Like as a mom, you get it. <laughs> you oh, get that's it. great. Well, kudos to your mom. Um, yeah. I've been watching a lot of YouTube. I, I always watch a lot of YouTube, but um. Today, we've been watching this. It's literally three hours. One of the best YouTube videos I've ever seen. What? But it's this, it's like this man in the, I want to say it's the mountains in Italy. I know it's in Italy, so I don't know what, like, mountain range or whatever it is. But he, like, finds this, it's an abandoned, he buys an abandoned, like, rock cabin situation. And he remodels it, which Colton and I always are on the, like, remodeling or like building a log cabin with like hand tools shit like we just eat that shit up I don't know why but um it's literally three hours long and it's like every single season you get to see how he's like adapting his life and like what he's building and he like is planting a garden in the summer and then in the winter he's like scraping the snow off his solar panels and the whole thing is just asmr it's like no talking and it's so relaxing and so good i highly recommend it i'll link it for you girls it is three hours but (laughs) wait are you guys talking at all are you guys like on your phones are you just like full-on sitting in front of the tv no we're we're like chatting we're just like having a conversation but it's like you know we're we're watching the man and we're like oh my god it's snowed again like (laughs) But it's just been great, I know. I love these type of videos. They're so fun. And I I brought up YouTube, too, because I've been sending you. I I was doing... Did I already say this on the podcast? No, no, we haven't. I felt like I might have already said this. I don't... I don't think so because we've just done like research episodes. So yeah. Anyways, so I've been sending Hannah like every time I find a good YouTube video, I send it your her way. So which is so, God, this is my love language because the the thing that's so intimidating to me about YouTube is like I don't want to sit down and watch a ten minute video that wastes my time. So for for Hannah to send me a perfectly curated playlist of the all of the videos that she liked from the week is fantastic. So you know I've what? Like Maybe I should them. make one for the podcast girls. We totally should. I will. So I'll put it out random. this week. It'll be in um, our Instagram highlights for y'all yeah. by the time and this episode comes out. I will say not every single one hits like the way that I think it probably hits for you, but I appreciate every single one. Like I'm like, yeah. okay, I totally get why Hannah loves this one. It's honestly yeah. been one that I was like, I don't know if I, that's my vibe. But every other <laughs> was one, it I'm the like, one that they were breaking down the video or the the movie robots? <laughs> oh fuck, I haven't watched that one. Oh, you should have. I, I need it's to so watch that good. one. I was I was it was the girl that I think that you really like that she does like vlogging. Um, Sersha? I think so. She has an accent. Yeah. I think you it was just a little too slow for me, but I okay. I watched the entire thing and fully appreciated it, but I don't think yeah. I would watch like 
back to back. But anyways, gotcha. all this to say, if you have a friend that watches YouTube, just have them shoot you a text. And it's just so nice. Like to see a little, a little YouTube in my, in my text thread with you, I'm like, that's cute. Look what I I'm think doing it's just later. Like, it's, you know what it is? It's, it's kind of how I always feel with you about how I'm always like, send me what you bought from the grocery store. Like, send me what you're making mm. for dinner. Because, like, to me, it's so, like, mysterious how you're able to do yes. this and how you're able to like it. And it's the same. I feel like you feel the same way about YouTube because you're like, I don't get YouTube. I don't know how you, like, pick a video. I don't know how yes. you watch it. I don't know how you do it. But mm-hmm. I feel like if I send you them, it's not because I'm like, oh, my gosh, watch this. You'd love it. It's like, here's a glimpse into, like, my brain, which is, like, what I yes. what I want to see whenever – you grocery shop so maybe you need to send me more grocery lists grocery shopping meal that's so I could totally do that I could do the meal stuff I just thought that that was probably annoying but I'm so glad no it can be like a one for one like I'll send you a YouTube video and then you send me what you're making for dinner and that will be like an equal exchange I feel this is you are the yin to my yang yes I agree I agree love it um I'm sitting here, and Mr. Jeff is sitting at my feet, and I thought I would we haven't up. talked about Jeff. We have not talked about Jeff, so I was going to share. Um, this has been eating me alive. I have not been able to share this on the podcast. I haven't been able to share it anywhere. But me, Nathan, my mom, my little brother Chris, and my my brother, my other little brother Matt, who's in college right now, his girlfriend. We all came together, and we purchased a lab puppy for my brother Matt who's about to graduate and it was like the gift of a lifetime for him he's always wanted a puppy an English lab puppy named Jeff and so we got him an English lab puppy named Jeff and And he wanted it to be black which is so cute yes a black lab and we had to keep it a secret from him We, we figured it out in January and then we actually had the dog in like how many weeks ago? We got the dog in April, March. What's before March? Oh my God, I don't even know. It was, you know what it was? It's it's right before the art event is whenever you got it. Yes. So I got him right before the art event and we had him for two weeks in our house and we couldn't tell my brother Matt and me and Matt, we FaceTime all the time. So I was like constantly having to like avert his calls and stuff And then we surprised him with it. And oh my God, it was like the sweetest moment I've ever experienced in my life. He like was so emotional about it. And then we ended up deciding that instead of, we really thought that he was going to bring him home to Lubbock where he's staying, but he he ended up Lubbock is not home, but he does have to finish school. Let's not not label Lubbock home. Yeah, he hates Lubbock. (laughs) He fucking hates where he lives. Which is super fair because honestly it sucks so bad. But um, he didn't want to bring Jeff back there because he's really worried about Parvo. And honestly, that town is just riddled with like dogs, like completely. It's like STDs on Yeah, it's like bad vibes. And his yeah. his backyard is like shared with like multiple people and stuff. So he was really anxious about it. And he's such a good dog dad. So we've had him for the last three, or we're gonna have him. We've had him for the last week, and then we're going to have him for two more weeks until my brother is graduated and coming to live in Austin. And it has been so much fun. He is, like, such a puppy, so definitely 
going through the puppy phase because we really never went through that with our other dog Frankie because she Do y'all was just feel so like new parents again. Totally, we're both very happy. He's like not our full time commitment. Yeah. We just want one dog for sure, but it's just been so fun having him around and seeing him hang out with our other dog and just, it was such a fun gift to give. And I'm always like, I just fucking love surprises. Like, oh my God. And it's so sweet because we paid for the dog and then his girlfriend's mom is paying for all of his vet bills for the first year of his life. So sweet. And we bought him all the food he needs. Like we like basically we're like no 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 it takes a village it takes takes a a village village. like this dog is being raised by everybody and it's so sweet because we're like he doesn't know who his mom and dad are like he's been but he will very soon he will very soon and he's um i facetime matt every day and show him what he's up to and then another really cute thing is he always comes to tutoring with me and the kids are obsessed like literally is it distracting for the kids or do you think it's fine I was really worried about it in the beginning because I was like okay these people are paying a shit ton of money right for their kid to be here but honestly especially with what I do like reading and comprehension and fluency and stuff like half the battle is them wanting to be there like the reading is so difficult to get kids to just want to read. Yeah. And if they want to show up to reading tutoring, that's enough. So yeah. they, they, they're they honestly all really good. And the parents have been obsessed with the dog. It's all honestly started like a trend because the other day I had two of my students come in and they brought their own dog. We have a, another person who brings their dog. Like it's, that's it's a really sweet setting. And we... My mom, like, always wanted it to be a place where it feels, like, more, like, home and less, like, school. I really and so love that. Yeah. It is a really good environment. And the kids are obsessed. And what I do is I make sure that he's really freaking tired during the sessions. Yeah. So he's mostly sleeping. So it's he's not, like, crazy. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's been so freaking That's fun. That's really freaking sweet. Oh, my gosh. He's it's such so a sweet puppy, too. Oh, my God. You it just want to, like, eat him. And it's so sweet because we grew up with – this is a side note that's very devastating. But we grew up with labs. Like, that was our dogs as, like, a whole family. Like, my mom had labs and then we had labs. And my brother's, like, I would say heart dog, like, through and through was Sammy. And that was the lab that we had um, most recently. But we ended up having to leave because of – my mom got a divorce from – this man and it was a, a messy man. situation it was a very messy situation and so we had to leave our dog behind and that was like matt's like heart dog and she ended up getting cancer and we had an opportunity to like go see her before she died and it was just too hard on all of us to like see the our it was stepdad. too much it was too it much. was too much and so we didn't get to see her <laughs> one last time and so it was a black lab named Sammy, and now Matt has his own black lab, and so it's just really sweet, and I can just tell that Matt is going to be the best dad in the world. He really will be. And he deserves everything. So. Uh, well, here's to Jeff. Here is to Jeffrey! I love him so much. <clears throat> okay, I was going to ask you this, kind of a random question, but if there was, like, only one sauce that you had to have for the rest of your life like only one sauce exists for you i this is such a good question this is such a good question because i know you're like such a sauce girl i am i mean i don't think like I would to a point if i didn't have sauces <laughs> you're like serious about sauce you should see my refrigerator like it, i will never yeah. be able to the have the entire door is sauce refrigerator because it's all sauces 
It is. And it's like ugly sauces. It's like Big Joe's fry sauce or like Biggie Boo's like barbecue like right. rub. It's so bad. Um, you know, but for a fuck long- your mom seasoning. Yeah, literally. It's like chicken fucks, little bitch boys. <laughs> Rub. <laughs> Why so are we terrible. all called something like so bad? They're so vulgar. Mm-hmm. And like honestly, like when I walk through the aisle with sauces and I'm always looking for a new sauce. Um, but once I find my sauce, I'm heavy, heavy on it. I will say, like, I would have said barbecue sauce for a very long time, specifically baby rays. What's really? Yeah, baby, baby ray. Baby yeah. rays. I would do really nasty things for a, for that birth, for baby, baby daddy ray yeah i would give anything to baby ray <laughs> um but more recently it's i think it's ranch dressing and it's hidden really? explicitly really yeah. that they're, shocks me they're both really bad for you they're both i feel like you're kind like, of a ketchup girl though no 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 oh my god really I'm not a ketchup i can't believe you've said that I feel like you always have ketchup with your fries, though. I mean, yes, but, like, I am very weird about ketchup. Like, I have to just do a little bit. Like, if I get a fry with too much ketchup, I'll, like, gag and throw up right there. Same, yeah. Okay, what about about mustard, though? You would do ranch or mustard? Oh, mm. See, I didn't consider mustard a sauce. No, this is, like, one condiment slash sauce. Oh, so this also means, like, you would have to give up, like... Like the Asian sauces that you like to put like with chicken. Soy oh, sauce is a sauce. Okay, let me rethink. Oh, no. I think it would have to be... Wait, what were we just talking about? Which sauce? Mustard. No. Mustard, yeah. I think it would have to be... I think it would have to be the dark mustard with grains in it. Really? Or maybe Dijon. I don't know. Damn. That'd be my answer. I Dijon. think 100%. Because the thing is about mustard. <laughs> I feel like I've said that sentence before on this podcast. <laughs> the thing you about have. mustard um, is you can put it on anything and it works. You know, it works on a burger. It works on the fries. It, it works wor- on a you pretzel. Could, it works on a pretzel. It works on like chicken. It works mm-hmm. with like. I would even dip a pickle in that. Like, oh yeah. I, you know, okay. what can you not put with mustard? Yeah, no, I think it you're works right. on a sandwich. Um, you could even do like I would dip my steak in mustard. I would do that. Yeah, if well, it was the right mustard. Of Na- that's a point of contention between me and Nathan. Is he'll like make like a perfectly seasoned steak, like cooked to the nines. And I'll pull out the ranch dressing and barbecue sauce. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah. and, and going to Europe was a little bit <clears> difficult <throat> for me because they don't do, they don't do ranch dressing and they don't really do, no, they don't even really do ketchup. Like there's, no, there's not many sauces You know what? It's so funny though, because I feel like to my tables at my steakhouse, I'm always like, oh no, like, cause they're, they're always embarrassed to order more well done because everyone knows that like you should order a medium rare, you know, like that's just mm-hmm. like, you should. Yeah. So everyone's already like embarrassed and I'm like, we're always like, oh no, like that's fine. However you like your steak, it's mm-hmm. your night girl. And then they <laughs> yeah. ask for like a one and they like smother it. I, I cannot express to you how much 
the kitchen is judging you. Like, I can't, oh, I can't yeah. even express. Well, especially at a place, like, they're spending, like, $200 on a yeah. steak, and you're going to put A1 on it? That's the thing is, people will come for, like, their 25th anniversary and order a $300 steak, then get it cooked well done and smother it in A1. It's like, oh, why would you do that? God. That's not, yeah, I get that. I, my steaks that I'm referring to are about $8.99, so I feel right. like... No, no, no. It's so they good. almost they almost need the ranch dressing. They almost need it, you know. Yeah, and but I'm not my... against a sauce on a steak. I'm not. Oh no, no, no. Something my dad used to do, and I I get my sauce from my dad. And what he mm. used to do is he would get baked potatoes, and he would put so much baby Ray barbecue sauce in it that it the potato itself turned dark brown. Oh And he wow. would eat that normally for breakfast, but. Oh, so it's kind of a family trait, you could say. It is. And and what's so funny is I've always identified with the fact that I never ate breakfast. Like foods, I will eat foods in morning, uh-huh. but what those foods are is like maybe Chili, like salmon. A, a salmon or like a scallop dish or possibly <laughs> like a, a baked potato with barbecue sauce. Right. And I used to think like, oh, I got that from my dad. But really what that was, was he was just so deeply hung over. Oh. That was the only thing that could probably get him through the door, you know, or That's possibly true. he stayed up the entire night drinking and that right. Was and his, now like, he's ready for the steak. It's it's and exactly start that. The day. And I was like, we have yeah. so much in common, but I was seven and right. not hungover, right. so it's interesting. Mm. It's interesting. It is interesting. It is. Um, um, another thing I've been thinking very deeply about. I guess mm-hmm. it's your turn though. But I'll go. No, 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 you go. I've been talking so much. (laughs) No, no. I wanted to... Okay, I know we've, like, hashed this out multiple times, like, you and B, but it's still... I think about it, and it's still interesting to me. So just, like, let me know if I'm beating a dead horse, but I feel like it's interesting to bring up for the pod. Um, So we brought it up again on our girls' trip, on our camping trip, but I have this weird thing... I guess it's weird. I didn't think that it was weird about death where I thought it would be appropriate if I... Like, the conversation started with me and Colton, and we say, what would happen if you died right now? Which is obviously is horrific, but, like, we were just having a casual conversation, you know? And I was saying, if I died, I would want you to celebrate me on the anniversary of my death with my family... (laughs) Every year that you live. (laughs) (laughs) Which he was like, I'm not going to do Like, he was kind of like, that's really sweet. But like, I don't think I would do that. And I was so (laughs) offended and just like so hurt because I feel like that would be how I want to be remembered and how I wanted, would want to be I don't know. I thought that was like a common thing because I was like, well, what if you die? And I asked you the same thing. And both of you answered that you would want me to forget it as soon as I possibly could and move on with my life and enjoy my life. But to me, I'm like, okay, I'm only asking like there's 365 days in a year. I'm, I'm only asking for one to like, you know, so I don't know. Share, share your perspective because I just can't get it out of my head. So... This is the third time we've had this conversation. It is. And I love the conversation because it's time to bring it to the pod. I mean, she comes back with so much lust for 
<laughs> life, I guess. I don't know. But you, you like brought this up. It was, we were in our backyard. We were all like drinking a little bit and you were just like, yeah, I just want you to like, all I want is that I just want you to see my family every single year until you die. Yeah. And to me, that is the most morbid, sad thing I've ever heard in my life. Like <laughs> having to like an obligatory thing on the death date of somebody you loved deeply's like day. Like that is like so right. sad. And not only that, but like it would feel very like obligatory. Like you don't want to like is that the right word? Am I saying the right obligatory. word? Obligatory. Yeah. Obligatory? Yeah. Obligatory. Um, and when I think about, like, dying, I would want Nathan to, like, it's, it's so sad, because it's, like, I know that he would want to see my brothers and stuff like that, and I'm sure that they would still see each other, but I think it would just be a constant reminder of the loss, and I don't want him to have, have to think about the loss, I guess. That's, like, so noble. I'm, like, I, it's I think not, I'm, like, it's I not want noble. people like to it's, think about the loss. It feels like, no, it feels like the deepest like when I think about Nathan mourning my loss it makes my like heart fucking implode on itself like it makes me feel loved is that like fucked up that's fucked like you actually (laughs) need to bring that up to your therapist (laughs) you're like honestly like I feel like people would love me more if I was just dead oh my god it's not um, more but it's just like that's very much that of you yeah I mean I understand like where it's coming from but I just feel like I don't want to I don't want it to be there at all like I don't want but for me like be a pressure or anything yeah I feel like for me it's not only internal it's also like that's how I would want to sell that's how I would want to mourn you if you died do you know what I mean? So Which I know you thing. don't want me to mourn you that way, but I would want to see Nathan. I would still want to see your family. I would yes. still want to like so, remember you. But I do you, feel you know? like the thing that makes it so different with friendships is like that I don't think would be as obligatory. It's like, uh, yeah, because it's like, okay, you see my family because you grew up with them and it's life and you see Nathan because you grew up with them and it's life. But... To see an old partner that you do have to move on, like, through. Because, like, you can have multiple friends. And you can have multiple partners, but it's a different vibe, you know? Like, if you're trying to move on and, like, have another partner in your life, like, I just think the best way to do that is to cut ties. It's, It's kind of the same belief that, like, if you break up with someone you shouldn't be friends with them. Like, I really? truly believe that to my core. But it's like, they're dead. That? So you're, well, I, I believe that. I do believe that about breakups. Absolutely. But the purpose of doing that in a breakup is so you don't get like re-entangled, I feel like, and like hurt yourself again. But with death, there's no way to do that because they're not here anymore. So for me, it's I, like- I almost disagree even more so because really? you would not, you would be so disentangled. Because you're missing somebody that you loved that were was taken away from you. So it's it's not even like you didn't even have the choice. It wasn't a breakup. It was like someone was taken away from you and you will always be in love with them. And like think about it from the perspective of you're coming into a relationship with someone whom you love and you want to build a life with and 
somebody in their life died and they see the family every single year on the death date of that person. I would not mind would, that. You wouldn't mind that? No. Oh, I would hate that. That's so funny. I feel like it's just like such a different perspective. I don't know. And it's I funny also, too because I remember us is- having the conversation about um I was saying if Nathan was with someone new, like, and I was hanging out with, say, say like, your dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so I'm hypothetical at this point. <laughs> okay, say your dad. Nathan's hanging out with, like, some new bitch a couple years down the road. Like, it's, like, it's it's fine for him to, like, be hanging out with someone new. Say I see him. I bump into him at the social club, you know? I'm in a yeah. social setting. And maybe an old joke that we used to have came up and I bring you up and I remember you fondly. Would you want that or are you like averse to that? I think that's fine because that's something that's like outside of of his relationship with her. Like that's like just life. That's like, I get that. And I would like, we talked about this. Hannah was like, when's the soonest you'd want Nathan to move on? And I was like, (laughs) he could fuck someone the day after I die. Like, honestly, not really. Like, okay, let me, let me actually give an actual answer. But, but maybe you feel like you don't care because you're dead. Because do you feel that way? Is it because you're dead or is it because you want him to move on? No, I do feel like I have the, like, I, I do believe I would be dead, but it's not like I don't care because I'm not alive. It's, I don't care because I, yeah. he's the one who has to live life. Okay, that's what And I was however asking, he needs yeah. to do that, he can do it. Like, if we made yeah. it, like, maybe if he made it to three months. I feel like three months is a healthy amount of, like, wow. depression. And if he, like, had oh a one-night stand with someone, like, if he immediately started, like, I just feel like I know him so well he wouldn't. But, like, if he, like, immediately started dating someone at three months, like, maybe that would hurt a little bit. But, like, if he fucked someone <laughs> at three months, I would be, like, super totally understand it you need human connection and I'm gone and I know he would beat himself up more than I could ever so like it's fine that's so funny to me you're like in your grave like get it king cope however you need to it's like a coping thing because I just feel like it's imagine like Colton missing you more than anything missing the connection he has with you and the I know Mm, that the person that Nathan would be with Maybe a relationship could equal out, but, like, I know the person you would sleep with would never, like, reach what we had. So mm-hmm. it's, like, I just know that it would be something that helped him, and that's that's totally fine. Yeah. I guess I'm, like, not afraid at all of him being with someone new, and I, I agree. I think that would be good and healthy. Mm-hmm. I just still want to be celebrated, like, every year after I die. I don't know. I can't let it go. But wouldn't it be better, like... Okay, picture these two things. I feel like as soon as you put rules on it, it's not fun. But if So do if, you agree that you can have a dying wish, though? Like, what if that was my wish? That's not a good dying wish, babe. That's a <laughs> Okay, very, what's, what would be, like, your dying wish? <laughs> my dying wish would be, like, please, for the love of God, Nathan, like, move on with no regrets. Like, Aww. that would be my dying wish. <laughs> Damn, I guess the narcissism runs deep. You, It's so crazy, though, because you are the least narcissistic person I know, and this fucking blows me out of the water. The thing is, like, I thought it was normal to want this. So I, I know, hope, that was I the hope funniest some girlies can, like, like, write in, because I really, really, really thought that everyone, like, had an idea about how they wanted to be celebrated, like, forever after they died, and how they wanted to be remembered. 
I thought like everyone wanted to be like super duper remembered. So I barely want people to like do a birthday party. So like <laughs> I'm not going to ask them to show up when I'm not there with the family that is not theirs for the rest of the like because oh <laughs> the other thing that Colton was saying that I thought was a really good point was that it's like because it's obligatory like it would be so fucking sad and depressing like Colton flies out to see your family for two days it's the most depressing two days ever because all you're thinking about is wow Hannah was on a ventilator three years ago and just went fucking cold to the touch or it could be like oh, Colton's in town. I'm going to reach out to the family. I'm going to say, hey, I want to stop by. Like, how are you guys doing? And it's maybe not on your death date, but it's just like a, another day and you just like have life. And like, I that's how I feel like Nathan would be with my family where it would be like, hey, we're going on this vacation. Would love if you could come if you want. Like, it would be like a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. It's also, it's really interesting too because so my mom... Maybe this is too hard to explain, but my mom was one of six and her four older siblings had a different mom and she died from cancer and their dad got married to my grandma Terry and then she was born with her other sister. So that was six all together and it was like a meshed family. And it's really interesting to like learn about the ways that their family intertwined with my mom's family because my grandma Terry obviously knew all about this widow that her husband Papa Ed had and their family completely like adopted Grandma Terry as their new like daughter and like fully helped her raise all raise all of the kids she was like 20 something coming into a family of four and then had two more so she was like at six kids but it's just really interesting because that woman was always a part, like, I grew up knowing about that woman, even though I had never met her, and my mom had never met her, like, a lot of people had never met them, but it was just, it's just really interesting, because she was, like, a part of everybody's life, so, I don't know, maybe that's kind of beautiful in itself, but. but it wasn't forced. It wasn't forced, because that would be another thing that would be really complicated, is if you had kids. Right. Because then it's different. I think that if Nathan moved on that quickly with kids, fuck no. Like, because then he needs to, he needs to take into a, a account his own suffering. But and then theirs, he needs, yeah. Like, the kids comes, comes way before yeah. his. So, you don't, like, I don't want, ooh, this is actually interesting. Because, mm, and this is why maybe I shouldn't have kids. Because genuinely, if Nathan, if we, if I left three kids behind or something, if one child, it doesn't matter how many kids. And if I left a child behind. Them. And he immediately started dating someone? No. Is it the fear no. of her raising your children? Or is it the fear of, like, him moving on and then being sad? It's it's that. It's that I don't want my kids to feel like somebody else is, like, infiltrating their lives. Could that be like, a personal I, trauma thing, do you think? It's a... I think it, it could I be a personal trauma. I think that's personal. <laughs> it could be a projection of some sort. It could like, be. If, if Okay, but if the child was, like, one or two, I would want him to find someone ASAP. But right. if the child is like six or seven and they they remember me and they, they are sad. This is making me so sad. <laughs> this is making me so emotional. <laughs> oh my God. If Nathan's raising a seven-year-old and then he brings another woman into the house. <laughs>
change for you okay, if okay. kids? Okay, what about if you're raising a seven-year-old and Nathan dies? Do you bring another man into Can your I house? just... I truly believe that I'd be better off without one. Okay. But... Don't so does that mean that you'd never date again? Like, not... You're not dating to get a father for your children. You're dating I think I would for do yourself. everything in my power to, like, put it off as long as possible. Like, I'm talking, like, six years... Maybe I get a quick fuck on the side, but, like, my kids don't know about that. They think I'm at Bunko. Like, they think I'm, like, they think I'm grocery shopping. Like, that's where I get, that's where I get my needs met. That's fucking funny. Yeah. And then I come home and then I'm, like, I love you guys so much and I would never be able to find someone like your father. Oh, that's sweet. And isn't that what you'd want Nathan to do for you? Yeah, I get a quick fuck at Bunko. Yeah. Yeah. I think. At least for six years. Six feels right to me. Oh, God. I mean, what is, how long is too long, or long enough for you? I don't know. I haven't thought about the kids part. I'm, like, already hung up about the, like, anniversary okay, of my we... death day, so. <laughs> okay. Sorry, maybe we don't. Yeah, because for <laughs> me, if, if I die three months, that's fine. If my kids are around, six years. Okay, Wow. Wow. Those are my hard. Those are my hard dates. Okay. Okay. Well, good to know. Okay. I guess follow-up question. Do you feel like, do you feel like you have the belief that in another life you will like find Nathan or like find his soul or like reconnect with him because you were like kind of fated to be together or whatever? Not a chance. <laughs> okay. No, I agree. I agree. I just saw this like post today and it was like, oh my God, let me find it and I'll read it. Cause it was like, I feel like that kind of relates. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like it's like when we take on new bodies, I will scour the earth to find you again, which I thought was really cute. But then I was like, I don't think I believe that. <laughs> That's not cute. That's like vampire. Diaries. <laughs> it's like intense. Yeah. No, fair, I, fair. I think like, I just, that's, I think, why it makes me so sad is I'm like, that was the love of my technical life. Like, I'm not saying that it's the love of my life in the sense that we would have found each other everywhere, but it's the love of my life in the sense that it was, he is technically the love of the life that I had. Yeah. And so to think about that being over and also a majority of his life, like we freaking got together at seven, there's 16. So it's like. That would be the longest he'd probably be with somebody. And so it's just, that's the part that makes me so sad where I'm like, bitch, do what you need to do to get through it. (laughs) (sighs) Mommy's at Bunko. Okay. Mommy's at Bunko getting fucked, babe. (laughs) Call your your brother if you need something. Anything else Um, for moi? I wanted to ask you what your most recent food fixation is. Ooh. Okay, there's... Honestly, we've been going... This has been, like, a lifesaver for me. Okay. Okay. I guess I'll just, like, briefly go through this for the podcast. Because I... About two months ago, I was like, oh, my God. I'm actually not eating anything. Not because Mm -hmm. I was, like, averse to feeding myself or anything like that. But because I simply, like could not find a food that I could prepare easily and I was just like I need to cook for myself but then I like wouldn't actually buy the ingredients and it was like such an issue and then I also like had an urge to make um katsu chicken katsu 
That's what Damn. I want. Damn. Yeah. So then I tried to make it and the chicken grossed me out so much that I couldn't eat it. And then I was having a breakdown because I was like, I don't remember the last time I ate a protein or a vegetable. And like, I don't think my body is getting any nutrients because I can't manage raw meat. Like I can't do it. And Colton was like, I've been through this. Like my neurodivergent has like <laughs> had to get in there with the ground chicken and like grind it up in my hand so that it didn't feel gross to me anymore. Like I had mm-hmm. to physically buy ground beef and like put it in a bowl and like play with it until like wasn't weirded out anymore love and he was like i'll do it with you like exposure therapy we just got to get through the raw meat phase yes so i was a little better because of that but what was the real lifesaver was we started going to costco and going in the prepared food section they have an excellent prepared food Mm -hmm. section like so I guess my fix that leads me to the fixation meal, which has been this Thai coconut chicken. And it's already cooked chicken. It's in a little bag. You just break it up with your hands. You drain out the juice. And then you put it in the pan. And I microwave some rice. Then you put the sauce in once you kind of like brown it a little bit. And then it's literally ready. And I have eaten more protein because of this one fucking meal than I have in like the past year so it's really actually curing me i am feeling my cells starting to come alive again love that's so good yeah and that's exactly what it is it's like you just have to find your thing yeah totally love how about for you and please don't say baby rays in a baked potato it isn't not right now okay. thank you okay. um the thing that I've been super hyper fixated on is I get these frozen scallops. I need you to teach me how to make this. It takes two fucking seconds. So you get frozen scallops in the in the frozen section and you just run like cool water over them for like five minutes and they're completely dethawed. Really? And then you put butter on a skillet and you just sizzle them two minutes on each side. That's literally all Easy. it takes. And then you use that butter sauce. I am obsessed with (laughs) cooked spinach. Sauteed spinach is just, it's my fixation that is like, really, that's really healthy too. I guess, but like, I mean, it has a lot of butter and garlic in it. Don't get me wrong. It's not just like sauteed spinach. As it should. It is so fucking good. The texture is insane. It's, I don't know why, but I love it so much. So then I, I just cook the spinach. It takes less than two minutes in the same pan. And then I've been getting these pre-made mashed potatoes and they come in these like little things that you just microwave for three minutes. So fucking good. And that's like my favorite meal and it's what I crave every single day. Oh my God. Can you please get the stuff to make it for me on Saturday? Sure. I am very concerned that you would hate it. I'm willing to try. I like scallops. So okay, then I think you probably like Shocking that I like scallops. But I, am very I think surprised. I do. The texture thing is, it's an it's interesting weird. texture. It's weird. And I usually don't like seafood, but I do like scallops, which is very shocking. It, to me, they feel very clean and like yes. very doable. I don't know why. For me, they were super intimidating because when you go to a restaurant, scallops without fail are like over $40. Absolutely. So yeah. I just thought in my head, there's no fucking way. Like it must be so insane. And then I started looking it up. They are... One, so good for you. Really? And two, 
they are just like the easiest thing to make in the world. It's two minutes on each side. Oh like they God. are less than five minutes. Like, the scallop the dish thing. at my restaurant is $48 and it's four scallops. Yeah, literally. And I buy a bag of scallops. And the other thing, I did like all this research because I was like, is it bad to buy frozen scallops? Like, is that weird? Right. Like I've always been kind of weird about frozen yeah, sure, meats sure. and stuff. But they said it's even better to buy them frozen because they immediately freeze them as soon as they catch them as opposed to freeze. Like, if you're buying them fresh, they've been quote-unquote fresh for like two to three days, especially living in Texas because you can't – I guess you can't get them in the Gulf. So it's just like interesting. so interesting. Yeah. So they're really – I mean, they're really good. And like, I rarely buy frozen things because I'm so bad at planning. Like, I'm not going to like de-thaw something for two days. Yeah. So these are so easy because you can de-thaw them and – five minutes with running water oh my god the only reason i'm a little bit averse to scallops is because in croatia we had scallops Mm. and everything was attached i didn't realize it was from a shell i've said this on the podcast before because it was a memorable experience and the see really what it is is it's like it's part of the like it's like the female part of you know how some animals are male it's and the female. It's like the vagina. Yeah. It is a vagina, which kind of I mean, period. Maybe that's you know? why I love it so much. That's I don't so know. cunt, you know. That's so cunt. Yeah, because the only time I the the only time I've ever had them like in public, or like in a restaurant was literally right before I got engaged, and it was like on the coast of Washington. Love. And I remember being like, this fucking slaps, but there was only five of them. So it was like, this isn't a meal, but it slaps. And so now I make like 14 for myself. I love that. Yeah. How many do you eat in the meal? I have, there's like mini ones or there's big ones. If it's big ones, I'll make like maybe like 10. If it's little ones, I'll make like fucking 20. Are you serious? Oh my God. That's so many. That's crazy. Not crazy that you're eating that much. But I just like, because the serving at my restaurant is like four and it's $48. That's why I'm like, what? That's what I'm saying. It's like, I mean, they're kind of expensive. Like maybe it's probably akin to like buying salmon for yourself or something. Like it's not like buying chicken, but it's so much more reasonable than, I mean, I could get like I could probably get, out of one bag, I could get probably, like, seven servings. Wow. And it's, the bag is, I think, like, $14. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, it's way cheaper. That's why I'm, like, I don't understand what they're doing. Wow. Okay, I'm ready for this. I really am. Okay. Do you have anything else to bring to the pod? I I think it just, I think I'm just ending on scallops I think today. we should just end on scallops because I'm really okay. craving it. Yeah, love. Well, go make yourself some dinner, girls. Make some scallops. Think about your death and what you want to do to be celebrated or not. (laughs) Or not. You know? Or not. The thing is, you can't force anyone if you're in the grave. Like, you literally can't. You can't.